Hey, y'all, East Coast Ed here. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can be a monthly supporter for as little as 99 cents a month. This podcast will always be free, but if you help Matt and I out for future episodes, supporters will be shouted out on the show, and large supporters will be randomly selected to do predictions for a big pay-per-view event in the future. So please click the support tab and enjoy the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. I'm your host, Matthew Hawkins, along with my co-host, Ed Carbajal. And on a weekly basis, we plan to bring you the biggest news and interviews in the world of combat sports. Ed, I survived New York, survived your coast. Uh, how you doing since I left, man? You get over all those uh, all those beers and, and food we were eat, do, taking care of? Yeah, but I think walking around in that rain got me sick, so. Yeah, that's, that's that East Coast... Uh, so uh, <laughs> let's introduce our guest, uh, AJ Matthews. Um, What's going down? How are you doing, man? Listen, uh, I, I've been watching your fights for a while. I, I rewatched your last fight. I know that wasn't your best, your best one. But what's up, man? What's on deck? Oh, what do you what do you got going on over there? Uh, man, right now, just kind of, I, I had a, like a little knee surgery after that one, so mm. just recovering. And then we're ho- I was hoping for end of January, but it looks like maybe March, man. I don't know. I'm ready. Well, I guess I'm not really ready. It'd be nice to have some time to get my body back. And so I, th- I think it's all right. Maybe March is good. Are yeah. you still under contract with Bellator? Yeah, two more with two more with Bellator. I just re- I just resigned. That was the last one was my first one on the contract. Yeah, the uh, the body never never keeps up with the mind. Like mentally, I'm sure you're ready to get back in there, but yeah. obviously you don't want to get back in there and and have something go south for you and need more surgery. Yeah, that's yeah, it's hard. It's hard for us to do. I think you know. So you uh, you know, you you're in the uh, Southern California area, and uh, I was actually looking back through your record, and uh, I mean, I had seen you fight several times in Bellator, but I didn't realize. Um, I actually was at your uh, a bunch of your fights, going back to your your second fight at Gladiator Challenge, really? uh, the War on the Mainland fight, uh, yeah. Daily, Daily Diaz, and then you've basically it looks like you fought uh, ten or eleven times for Bellator. Um, yeah. You 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 enjoy being a part of the Bellator family. Obviously, they treat you pretty well. Yeah, Bellator has been really good to me, man. I, so it's been even through like both regimes. I was there for Bjorn, and I've been there for Coker. You know, both of them were good to me. Is there opportunities? Uh, and... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, yeah. I know you said they're both good to you because uh, there seems to be, um, you know, like a lot of people say it's better now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put it in, in the best way possible. A lot of people say it's better now than the way it was under under Rebney. Is yeah. that something you would agree with, or is it? It's for you. It seems about the same. It, it's it's like you can't compare it, man. Like. The, the UFC is different when, when it was Hoist and now it's Connor. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that because the sport has exponentially grown since Bellator started uh, and the fact that, that Bjorn and those dudes made it survive into the second regime, which is Coker, and now there's more opportunities, maybe because Paramount and also the money being sank in with that. So who knows who, you know what I mean? Maybe if Bjorn was in this position right now, or maybe he could have never got us there. You know what I'm saying? But 
uh, they're both good, man. They're both promoters and they both can, but I really think that Scott Coker is, is the only guy at MMA that, that, that really knows how to build people. Did you, um, did you, um, you talking about the way the sport's growing and stuff. Do you have an opinion as far as like, I mean, it, it just seems like weird things are happening now. So like you, you, I'm sure you've seen the news with uh, UFC doing away with the flyweight division and mm-hmm. and the whole thing that the trade with uh, one FC and with Ben Askren and all that stuff. I mean, as somebody that's been, you know, in the sport as long as you have, uh, I mean, what where do you see changes like that affecting you and uh, Bell like Bellator brought back tournaments after, you know, they kind of did away with them for a while. So mm-hmm. what do what do what do you think is uh in your future as far as a fighter? Well, you know, I got two more with Bellator, man, and this sport hurts more every year. So I really don't, you know what I'm saying? Fuck, 30 now. I've been fighting for like 11. But it really depends. You know, you're only as good as your last fight. Last fight wasn't good. One before that was great. You know, fought Kendall. Uh, it's it's just, it's it's hard to, it's, it's hard for me to find some consistency. But yeah, I just, I, I like the only important fight is the next one for me. And whoever it is, whatever, I just want to be as well prepared as I can be. And if I'm that way, healthy, I'll beat any of them. Uh, so I, don't, I haven't really thought too much about, you know, if you cross over and things like that. If you, you know, maybe one FC. Like, well, I was in the Philippines, man, for like the last two years. You know what I'm saying? Living out there, trying to make things happen with Brandon Vera, Alliance Philippines, Coach George Castro. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I was really thinking, like, damn, after the, after my contract's up, maybe I'll, maybe I'll see what's going on with one, you know? Um, wow. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. was over there, but now I'm not over there, you know what I'm saying? And, or at least at the moment. So I really – and I'm up in the air right now, but Bellator. Well, yeah, you know, Coker's obviously been uh, pretty uh, open to allowing fighters jump around a little bit. Were you under contract when, they, when you went and fought in uh, Ryzen? Yeah, that was their idea. That was their idea. Me, Wheezy, I think one, some other, somebody else went over there and fought. Man, that was a, you know, that was a. They were in cahoots, the Rising and the Bellator, and that and that show. Obviously, I mean, that fight didn't go your way. You had a, you know, you fought a, a really tough opponent in Tokov. Um, but how was the experience fighting in Japan? I mean, what was the, I, I, the fight aside, I guess, I, you know, but the, just the atmosphere and the and being in front of the Japanese crowd was that was it any different for you or I mean uh what what, what were the highlights of that I, I you know I, I've never been yeah. to Japan it's a place I'd like to I'd like to go check out one of these days for fights. you should go check it out dude that's a it's a nice place for sure man like and the whole just the whole the whole experience was different like we got there we got in kind of late but we were jet lagged you know so we go to this like try to go eat but lost in translation you know so we end up at this at this restaurant, me, Coach Ed, and my brother. And uh, there's like, it's like 3 a.m. In, in Japan. And there's like a table full of like kind of businessy young people. And they come over and they're like, oh, you fight. You know what I mean? Like, and then we just get into this conversation. And like, we like, there's, they like wanted to touch all my muscles. It was just weird, you know? Like, you don't really get that. And then I, and then we get to the hotel to check in and it's like, there's people in the lobby, like with my pictures printed out, and it's like I never really had that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, yeah. So, and, you know, everybody, everybody in the Japan, the Japan experience was really cool for me. The, you know, man, fuck, man, fight, whatever. They, yeah. uh, the, uh, there's Jap in the Jap- Jap- Japan. It seems like that whole side of the world. It just seems like, like MMA is 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 the way football is here. You know. 
And um, the, the way you just said makes it just reminded me. I'm reading Lee Daly's book that he writes. He writes about the history, the rise and the fall of of Pride Fighting Championships. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with everything going on now with the trade and, and uh, watching the press conference with uh, Rising and the, that whole debacle with the Mayweather tension thing, mm-hmm. it's just like uh, I mean, and you you, you kind of just lit up right now when you talked about it. So, um, I mean, and you mentioned uh, looking at one. It seems like like that's just. I actually asked Matt earlier today. I'm like, do you think this is what we're looking at in 2019? Like, do you think a lot of like one is just going to sweep up everybody that wants to still fight? Well, yeah, I mean, damn or Bellator, you know what I'm saying? It seems yeah. like because Bellator's still picking dudes up, and but yeah. the UFC is holding on to guys, letting them fight till they're late in their 40s anyway. You know what I'm saying? So maybe nobody's going to be swapping around. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, well, one thing, one thing uh, about about Coker and Bellator, uh, he definitely d- likes making the fights that people want to see. Mm-hmm. I I spoke to him for uh, they did two o eight and was it two o seven and two o eight here in uh, on the East Coast? Yeah, yeah, Mohegan then Long Island. Yeah, so they did, but they did all the the media stuff in, in New York at Viacom, mm-hmm. and um, when I did, uh, I spoke to Coker there, and he was. He was all about having um, Darren Caldwell fight uh, Kyoji Horiguchi for like a, a, you know, put their champ versus Hell yeah. champ versus champ. Yeah, that'd be um, sick. Yeah, I think it would too. And uh, being that you fought there too, obviously you said they were, they were in cahoots for that event. I mean, uh, would you just jump in over there in, in a tournament over there or something? I mean, it seems like obviously, like you said, you can only worry about the next fight, but uh uh, and dealing with an injury now, it probably affects your mood a little bit. But once you get your health back and stuff, and your energy back, I mean, would would you go all in, like go in all in and at Ryzen, and or jump in a tournament? If because Bellator said they were going to do more tournaments in 2019. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I really think I'll still get in this the welterweight grand prix that's going on right now. Oh cool, uh, you know what I mean? Things happen. Fuck, there's you know what I'm saying. I really think I'll end up in there, and, and that's what you know what I mean. But whatever. But, yeah, I mean, if Ryzen's doing shit, man, that'd be because, you know, like I said in all the interviews leading up to the Ryzen fight was it was for me, it was pride. I wasn't watching UFC. You know what I mean? Uh, it was Vanderlei. It was Vanderlei and Rampage. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm in the basement, like with my friends. We're all kids back yeah. then watching that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, uh, so, yeah, I mean, if I so- could do if, if, if Japan, if Japan wanted me to fight there, man, I'll fight for Japan. That's that's actually really refreshing to hear. I mean, what would you? What are you thirty? You're thirty, right? Thirty. Yeah. See, I mean, that's to me, that's still young. I'm four. I'm I'm way older than you guys, but um, <laughs> oh, not way older than Matt, but I'm older. I'm definitely way older than you. And and it's just like when I hear somebody young talk about the hate they have pride and stuff like that, and obviously how it motivated you to get into what you're doing. Um, I just think that that's uh, and that's enlightening to me as somebody that writes about the sport because obviously you guys you you have more um. You're not into the uh, – uh, like there's guys that, that market themselves with trash talk and stuff like that, and, and you look to do it by performance and wins. And, you know, the tournament format is made for guys like you. Is that, yeah, that, is that something you agree with? That's the – that's the that's how the – like you can't even write it. The storylines happen. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that's, you know, that's the fucking blood sport, man. That's the kumite, <laughs> dog. Let's do yeah. it. You know what I mean? That's yeah, – you know. And I've been in two weight classes. I'm fucking. I'm more crazy than most, you know. So, whatever tournament. You mentioned, uh, you know, when you when you mentioned Pride, you mentioned Vanderlei. 
Um, so you would have been what in your mid teens or so when that was mm-hmm. really, really kicking off. Was, was he, was he the guy that, that got you into this? I mean, if you could name one no. guy, was it Vanderlei or was it Crow Cop or, you know, you know who it was, man. It was Pele Landy. Oh, oh yeah. there you go. I, yeah. I had a chance. I just, to, yeah. That's awesome. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even like, I didn't even ever see him do a full, like do full fights. I was just on like LimeWire downloading fight things you know and you come across brought like, it back with lime wire you know what i mean you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah uh man yeah so for me it was like that dude was so just violent and nutty and like just let it go you know and i you know so then that's 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 the guy and then i've had other mentors in the sport that i look up to but at the very beginning like the first person i ever saw fight was uh Sakuraba, my brother Brian, my who is my jujitsu instructor, he uh, he's like, you got to see this guy. I'm like 13. Shows me a pops in a cassette, and he's like, yeah, he just gets hit, and, but he doesn't change his expression. Just like mm-hmm. he just keeps coming forward, you <laughs> yeah. know. I was like, damn, this dude's nuts. And then you know, and then I kind of went down a little, maybe a little wormhole or whatever. Found found other people who are crazy. Pele, one of them. Yeah. Well, you, I, did you get to meet him at all, or? No, nah, I never met him. It was funny though. I had the chance, man. I should have like uh, Manolo Hernandez. He has the. You guys know Manolo. He's got Elima and all them in San yeah. Diego. Uh, but he's like, there was a time where I posted something about man, I like Pele, and he was like, man, Landy's at our at the gym, like training with us right now. You should come down. But I don't know. I'm too much of a punk to go down there or something like that. Yeah, I had a chance to meet him at the, uh, gosh, what was it, the Fedor-Brett Rogers fight in Chicago. Crazy. I saw him walking around the crowd, and it was, you know, same kind of way, you know. Uh, the names you could have thrown out, it would have been Pele, Igor Vovchanchin. I mean, there's Igor. a few guys you could have thrown out right there, but that's that's uh, that's great that you're, you know, that's what got you in. I mean, I don't see how anybody could watch those guys and not, you know, at least, you know, I, did, I never fought, but I I got involved in the sport and, uh, yeah. you know, it's been around it so much. But uh, yeah, so guys, like the, guys like that will either make you uh, want to do it or never want to do it. Well, you know at least I mean? make, they'll at least make you want to watch it. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, that's like you said, Pele, Vanderlei, Shogun, yeah. or, uh, you know, those guys. Those guys uh, showed up every single time and, uh, and and put it on the line. So yeah. where where are you? Tra- how did you, you know? So why don't we get into it a little bit? When, how you started fighting professionally when you were nineteen? When did yeah. you start training? And when did you decide to make the jump into and actually get into a cage? I started training when I was fourteen. I, I like I moved in with my oldest brother Brian, and he was in college at the time doing jujitsu kind of on the weekend on, on like Sundays. So and he. I was in high school, so I just moved to schools. I didn't know anybody, so then he he just brought me with him to do jujitsu, you know. And then the group of guys that we were with was just a special group, and started those guys started fighting, you know. Uh, Gladiator Challenge came to the cage. We're going to Lemoore, California. You know what I mean? All that old school shit. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? And then I just I just I just I'm a product of my environment, 100 percent that way. You know what I mean? I just I was just doing no gi jujitsu when I was a kid, and then I was 16, and now I'm helping man get ready for fights you know what i mean and and then from there i went and played college soccer i got a scholarship but when i was in college uh it's kind of stupid man i got like a you know a registration ticket for your car yeah and then i let it go like past the month or something so then i got a 500 dollars fine ticket in the mail and i was like fuck but at the same time i was offered a fight paying 500 bucks hmm. 
And so I went to my soccer coach and I was like, Hey, coach Chris, I know it's all crazy, but, uh, can I fight, you know, can, and then I had to get cleared by the NCAA and it was okay. So that's when I started fighting, man. And, and that then, was that, was that the fight? Uh, was that the total combat fight? Total combat Yuma. Yeah. And that was, I, I went to the couple of events in, uh, Tijuana and, and, uh, in Balboa park and stuff that, mm-hmm. that was run. Now that was run by a Lima Lays manager, right? Uh, Manolo, uh, Manolo was the cage announcer. Okay, okay. I think I think I think I think Del Fierro put it on, but I'm, you know I'm not 100 percent sure who was behind the scenes. But he was he was definitely the cage announcer. I've talked to him about yeah, yeah. that. I, I you know I ran into him at some of the weigh-ins. So oh yeah, that's that, shoot, that's going back to 07. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's a while back. It's been a while, man. And then um, so who who did you uh was that did you go to high school here in the San Diego area? Yes, I, I graduated from Carlsbad High. Okay. Yeah, my sister graduated from there. I, I'm oh, RBV, man. so. RBV. Uh, right, yeah. right, right around the way. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> there you go. What, uh, so who did you train with around here? What, what gyms was it that, uh, that you, that you got going with? Well, it was like my, my, my brother and his group of friends, they started the North County Fight Club. Um, and for, a, for a while there, we're there. We're pretty affiliated. We were in North County, San Diego, and so the fight team was Alliance and Chula Vista, you know. Uh-huh. But we were, we were, we kept a pretty close relationship where sometimes the Alliance guys would come up, but a lot of times I was going down, sparring days, things like that. So I, I've always claimed Team Alliance uh, day one, but you know it's been it's been the same group of guys from the garage at the same time. You know what I'm saying? That was Jason Which, Lambert and some of those other guys, wasn't it? Lambert, Manny Rodriguez, my brothers, Brian Whitaker, you know, it was Matt Stansel and Jeff Clark, a couple of them, you know, it's one our separate ways, but yeah, yeah, Lambert. Yeah, he's the name I, I mainly remember from that, you know, because he was probably UFC at that time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, cool. So do you, uh, do you, um, like, as far as your base, like, you know, a lot of guys consider themselves strikers, grapplers. You mentioned jiu-jitsu a lot. Obviously, that's how you, how you uh, fell into it. You consider yourself a submission guy, a grappler, or are you just well-rounded, or what do no, you mean? Define yourself. You know, if you if you looked at my fights, then I'm a striker. But I've got mm-hmm. no gi jiu-jitsu, man. Uh, I can wrestle, but I'm a striker, I guess. Yeah, I mean, with six KOs or six finishes, six of the nine, I think are are knockouts, right? Something like that. I, yeah. And then I, 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 I've only competed in grappling once when I was a white belt, and I've, I've done one pro boxing fight, one pro Muay Thai fight. Oh, yeah? So, How'd you do in the boxing? Because uh, you always hear boxers say, oh, MMA guys won't jump over, and I always, I always have to defend MMA and say, yeah, they do it all the time. It's a, it's a, there's a learning curve, but I won thir- you know, third-round knockout. Nice. Going through your career, um, Who's somebody that you would like a rematch with, and who's somebody that you'd like to fight uh, that's currently on the Bellator roster? Hmm. Man, yeah, see, I never really thought maybe Tokov. I'd like to fight Tokov in a rematch and in Bellator. So uh, that answers both questions in, in both one. Questions, uh, yeah. In, in one, but uh, that's shot. but that's a that's a you know I I would have to go up to eighty five, and to me, whatever those guys are big, but a, a welterweight. Man, it's for for me, uh, I've I've always been it like it's been Lima. Mm-hmm. Ever since I've been in Bellator, it's been Doug Lima, and so you know, that's yeah, I respect him a lot. I want that guy. I'd like to see you fight uh, uh, Schlemenko. 
I'd like to see yeah, Shinko come do down. It. Maybe a 175 catch weight or something like that. I would go up for that. Yeah, I mean, because he's not a, he's not a huge uh, he's not a huge middleweight, but nah, he's coming but he's off built. he's coming off a couple losses. But yeah, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna lay on top of you. And uh, he just fought he just fought Tokov last time. He, he just fought Tokov, and he had yeah. lost to uh, Masashi the fight before that in in a fight that a lot of people thought he won. So yeah, you know, that, I, uh, you know you should say that louder, man. That maybe some people will hear that. Me and Slamenko, I've wanted that for a while. Well, there you go. Well, uh, we, whether it's here in Bellator or M1 or, or somewhere, they got to, you know, <laughs> that sounds like the fight that I'd like to see. Um, yeah, right. You know, that, I think that works for, for everybody involved. Uh, All plus, parties. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been fighting so much. I, I feel like if you watch, and I mean, he's, he's got a lot, he's got a big record too. Um, it was weird watching him fight the last time because uh, he fought at, he fought at Long Island, I think. I think it was on that card. And um, like I, 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 the media guy sitting next to me, I was like, I said, "Watch, he's gonna throw at least one spinning back fist each round," and he actually threw four spinning back fists in that whole fight. Yeah, and, uh, none of them landed. So um, I was just like, I said, I, he might be getting predictable. I know he's still a hammer and all that, but yeah, I was just like, I don't know, he might be getting predictable. The thing about him, man, is that he throws all of his shit. Like, don't he doesn't care about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. He throws it hard. He's another one of those throwback fighters like Pele and Vanderlei, and you see know, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean that's that's what that's what people pay to see. I mean, you know, obviously everybody likes you know to watch great talent like you know Logan Storley and, and Ben Askren and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But but you know it, you know when you get a chance to watch somebody like Storm Schlemanko or or any of the mm. old school guys, I mean that's what we're basically there with Fedor right now. I mean, yeah. you know, whether you love Fedor or hate him, I mean, nobody can argue that he doesn't put up a hell of a fight every time he goes in that cage. And every and time that Bader, that Bader joint is going to be crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can see, I got my Fedor sweater hanging in the background. So <laughs> I'm, uh, nice. uh, you, you know where I'm, you know where I'm leaning, yeah, but, uh, there we go. It's tight. yeah. So I'll, uh, he, I'll know what? He, he was out there on the rising too, when I was out there. So just imagine how that was, you know? Yeah, I mean, as a as a for, as a guy that just said he was a fan of Pride and stuff, and and then having to go and fight in Ryzen, I mean, it's got to be like uh, it's got to be amazing to you to to be, especially with Bellator, where a lot of people, I mean, you know, Bellator Coker is not shy about about liking the way Japan does MMA and, and yeah, Coker's old that, school yeah. K one dude, like he, he's yeah. been in he's been in the game, Japanese game even. Yeah, so so are you? Uh, do you get like starstruck when like like the, you know if if there's uh legends on on the same card as you or, or or at a media event or something? Last person I last person oh dude I I fucking took a selfie with Sakuraba when he was walking <laughs> down the ramp. <laughs> That's you know cool, man. Yeah, I, and then and then me and my my brother and I seen uh, Hickson in the back. We we're like, oh, oh wow. We we're like, uh, can we take a picture with you, Mister Hickson? <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But that's like I think those are the only two. Like you know, maybe if Vanderlei didn't fix his nose, I would I would do that. But now he just I don't. You know what I'm saying? He don't look the same to me. And then, but yeah, not, not really. But like, oh yeah, I took a picture with Hoost. I seen I seen. Oh, wow. I took a, yeah, Ernesto Hoost was in Japan. You know what I mean? Like, Rob, I've taken a picture with Rob Kamen. You know, I you know, there's certain guys. Oh wow, you know? yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. I mean, I mean, do you ever so like were you ever disappointed when you met anybody, or was it just a brief encounter? Because I mean, I mean, I would figure being that you guys are in the same business, they'd uh, be a little more uh, relaxed or looser with you. No, yeah, with me, everybody's cool. With me, yeah. everybody's cool. I've never been like put off by the an interaction with somebody. It's always been 
good. You know, because you hear stories of people talking about, oh, I finally get to me- meet this person I looked mm-hmm. up to her as a legend, and they and they're like, oh, they, they weren't that cool as I thought they were going to be. Yeah. It happened. It happened with me with Hollywood people, not not like fighters and stuff. Fighters yeah. are generally cool people all around. Yeah, yeah, normally it seems like you know what I mean. The, most of the guys I meet, there's some dicks out there, but <laughs> most of the guys, most of the guys are all right. Did you uh? Did you um? Did you uh uh like? When you take the pictures with them, did, were you uh, did you find yourself to get a little fanboyed out or, or nervous? No, I mean just like man, just, for me it's just like uh, that's a cool that's a cool yeah. memory for me. I could tie it back to like a lot of things that I was interested in, and you know what I mean. Appreciate so nothing like that, but it's, it's just dope because I think I'd still fight any of them. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, that's what yeah. you gotta do. Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah. of the speaking of the Fedor Bader fight, uh, how do you who do you pick in that fight? Fedor. Hey, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue Fedor, with that. One. Fedor is gonna armbar him, dude, in the fourth. Oh, you see a submission. I see. Like, if Fedor wins for me, I I think, and this is obviously just my opinion based on what I've seen. I think it's it's gonna be the way he's been dropping dudes. You know. Since he's since with the wins he has in Bellator, I, I didn't I didn't think about a submission. Um, and I, I, if anything, if 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 it goes the other way, it's because Bader will do uh you know he'll do what he did to what he's been doing the whole tournament, just wrestling and holding people down, you know, being a monster. Yeah, he is a monster at that weight, man. I dude, I, I yeah, I saw, I saw him in, in the elevator. Holy fuck, it's like two forty or something, just as. Just that his head's all big too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> well, all you guys are kind of monstrous when when we see you up close. Like, you know, I go to a lot of events for to cover for different outlets, and uh, like Chris Weidman fights at 185, and he's huge. Yeah, for 185ers, 185ers, dude, are big people. Like that's when you can really see the distance difference in like the, just a frame of a person. The shoulders just wider. The rib cage is just bigger. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so what do you normally walk around? I know you, I know you prefer wel- welterweight, and you fought at 185, um, but what do you walk around at when – obviously, you're healing, so you're probably heavier than normal. No, nah, I'm just – man, I'm like 190 pounds. I don't – sometimes if, if I start lifting real hard, I'll, I'll get, like, closer to two, but I'm like 190 pounds, man. Not too big. And the weight cut doesn't bother you to get down to welterweight? No. Nah. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously it sucks now after after having the luxury of not needing to cut weight. Yeah. Earlier, in, earlier in my career, I would fucking chop 20 pounds like nothing. And then I, you know, and then go to middleweight, don't have to cut anything, and then try like going back. It's like you're sitting in the sauna, just fuck, it makes it real tough, dude. Yeah, the body's weird, though. I remember you talked about, you said you did a grappling competitions as a white belt. And it's the same, it was the same for me years ago when I started jiu-jitsu. I, I said, let me compete. And when I competed, uh, I, it was hard for me to cut weight, and the lightest I could get was 190. Mm-hmm. And then uh, not that many years ago, uh, I was like 32, just by dieting and doing a lot of act- activity, I got down to 176. Crazy, uh, right? Yeah, it's just the body's just it's just weird. I mean, I know education counts for a lot too, but as far as like knowing how to cut weight smart, but. I yeah. don't know, man. That that's why you guys are different. You're different. You're higher level humans than us uh, people that just watch the, the sport. Just just dumber, man. We're just dumb. <laughs> dumber and maybe more stubborn. <laughs> yeah. When uh when you're fight, you know you've had a lot of fights locally. Um, 
Do you prefer the local fight or do you prefer to travel for fights? I've talked to a lot of guys who it's kind of been mixed. Some guys like to get away from everything and some people like to sleep in their own bed. What, uh, what do you prefer? Yeah, dude, fight's a fight. I don't think any, I don't know. I, I think that's not, I think that going away on fight, fight week is, is cool because you're in a place that you've never been with some of your closest homies. You know what I mean? You you get to eat the different the food that's there, and you know, see the culture, and you know, that's I think that's cool. But when you're home, I don't know. And maybe I like going away. Maybe, but then you got a travel day and all that bullshit. So, fuck, dude, they both suck. Fight hey, weeks. Some people handle like media obligations and everything during fight week with with the weight cut and making the weight and all that stuff. How, like, how do you handle it? Do you like it? You hate it, or does it depend on on the fight and the time of year? The you know the whole time that you're doing this, trying to get to a place where people want to ask you questions, and then when it comes to the time where you get there, and it's you got you have six phone interviews lined up, and it's like they they just asking me that I'm just saying the same exact thing over and over again. I never knew that it would be like that, but I guess I should have known. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's it's what we asked for. It's what we want. It's what we need. Uh, I just wish it was more fun. <laughs> You've uh, you know you fought in Japan. You fought in Canada. Have, did you have any amateur fights? Or are there any fights from your record in other countries that? That aren't listed, or have you traveled no. with, with other corner with other with other teammates to other foreign countries? Yeah, I've been to. I went to Jakarta um, with Igor Sabora. I cornered him one FC. I've been to uh, England with Ross Pearson. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I cornered in Mexico, just over there on TNTJ. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, that that's what's kind of been cool about about my fight life it's been all over the world you know it's a lot of fun i even i cornered in japan because i fought on the first night and then brennan ward fought on the second night i cornered him yeah man been all over the place with that shit yeah that's cool i uh one of my one of my buddies is virgil's wicker and he uh oh he, damn he, me and virgil yeah me and virgil are homies dude yeah he's uh he just signed another fight to fight somewhere in russia i'm trying to that dude's long, crazy long, dude. he, is, <laughs> he is crazy man he just uh his last fight he Showed up in Russia. They changed his opponent on him and gave him a guy three hundred and forty pounds, six foot seven, undefeated wrestler. So uh, he ended up fighting basically a polar bear in front of Putin. No, <laughs> you know, it didn't work out for great ca- for him. For but, cash, like for cash, though. Yeah, but but I know he loves it. I mean, he loves yeah. going to Chechnya or yeah. or, or just, Sochi just, or just being that, that. You know what I mean? He likes being the outcast, like the fucking underdog. That yeah, guy's he was, cool, man. Yeah, he was, he was supposed to have a bare knuckle. You know, they, they, the bare knuckle people, I think, screwed with him. I think he was supposed to have a fight this Friday night on the, the Hendrix event. But uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's that WBKFF or whatever it is, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm yeah. not sure what they're good. I guess uh, they've been Ward- falling apart this, this whole yeah. week from what I noticed. Yeah, there's Ward- like two. There, are there two of those boxing organizations? And one of them's not, does, not doing very good with making people happier contracts. Yeah. Yeah, there's two bigger ones, uh, but the 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 ones had three events that have all been fairly successful, and this was supposed to be the debut for this other one, but mm. they had uh, Ward uh, Brendan Ward dropped out uh, yesterday or the day before, and I I think Sean Merriman, uh, the former Charger, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, seen, I've been uh, following, I've been seeing that. 
linebacker. Uh, yeah, he he seems to have dropped out too. So I know they got Dakota Cochran to stay on the card to fight uh, Hendricks. I guess Hendricks was pretty bummed coming out of retirement and having a full camp and then getting a couple days away. So at least they got somebody for him to fight. But um, yeah, what do, I what hope, do you think? I hope those lightweight dudes get to go at it. That's a tournament, right? Yeah, that's Robbie Peralta, and I don't know the whole guys, but yeah, I, I got I, I got my homies Nick the Ghost in there, Mike Bronzulis in there. I was on Fight Master with him. That's right, you were on Fight Master. Uh, gosh, who do we we had uh, we had uh, Cutman Matt uh, Matt Marsden for Bellator. Marsden. Yeah, and he, he always wraps he, my hands. Yeah, he was telling us some of the <laughs> some of the stories from behind the scenes uh, during Fight Master. Um, Crazy shit. Yeah. Did, did you well, um? Uh, Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Matt. The, uh, talking about uh, um, the with the with the bare knuckle boxing and looking at other options. I mean, and you said you boxed before. When you uh, when you do something like that, I mean, and I'm always curious just because, like, like when you look at obviously the the, the one that everyone references is Conor Mayweather because that was the most recent. Right, is, uh... that, is that uh, when you have to adjust adjust uh, your rule set that you train for? Is mm-hmm. that it? For in your opinion, is that a hindrance or does it make it an easier uh, competition for you? No, nah, I mean when I was when I was training for a boxing fight, I didn't think about anything but boxing in the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people were like, "Oh, he's gonna want to kick him." Yeah, they, they fucking he's concentrated on boxing. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I fought when I fought Muay Thai, I wasn't thinking about shooting doubles and defending. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, it it just is what it is. If you put your mind in that direction, then that's what you're going to be thinking about. And obviously, but we're at a, we're at a huge disadvantage because that's all that person has ever thought about. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's like a, there's a, it's a, it's a whole different game and it, it's, it's beautiful in that way. You yeah. know what I mean? But I learned a lot by just going to boxing only like, man, that shit's tough. A lot of it makes sense, you know, but it's hard. It's hard to land a shot on a fucking dude who can box. It's hard <laughs> to land a shot on a dude who can box. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, but, do you think? Uh, but so, do you think? I mean, uh, obviously, uh, you have to be present in what you're doing and and pay, focusing on the fight at hand. But do you think is is it is it like uh can it bring over bad habits when you return to your your base sport or your base art? That's mixed martial arts, I think. Like mm-hmm. you just have you, you're you're gonna you're gonna learn a shitload of different shit, and then you just take these three things that that can come with you. Then, you know what I mean, or just this one thing that can come with you. Then, um, and so I, I really think that by putting so much work and discipline into one, then you then you can you you know more, like your general knowledge is more, and you can pick out of like a more of a variety of tools than somebody who doesn't know how to box. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I don't think that that would be a hindrance at all. Obviously you could choose the wrong thing or fall in love with the wrong technique. You know, if you want to do that fucking the, the Philly <laughs> thing and, and yeah. you're getting hit in the back of the head with a small glove, you're going to go to sleep, you know, or you're going to get kicked in the leg. But if you move your head like a boxer and you stay balanced and you can move your feet like a boxer, then you're fucking difficult to deal with, you know? So you just have to take, obviously, the right weapons from each discipline, which makes would, it fun. Would yeah. the bare-knuckle be, boxing be something that you would ever be interested in giving a try? 
or is that a little too? Uh, I mean, I don't want to say too hardcore. You've you've done all, you've you've done as hardcore as possible, but it's it also is a different. Uh, you know, it's a little different. Yeah, I mean, if there was money, I hear they were paying dudes. Yeah, but for me, I think I would like if I was going to go do something crazy. I think I would rather do Lethway, which is over there. You know, you know what I mean. If I was going to go, just I don't want any protection. I just want to see if 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 I'll die or the other guy will die. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I would just I would go to I would go to Burma and fucking do Lethway with headbutts and fucking Muay Thai and elbows and you know what I mean? But yeah, fuck, I'll box them dudes. Yeah, no, I mean, I the the Lethway thing. <laughs> that's uh, that is really the the peak right now. I mean, I don't think a lot of uh, American uh, combat fans are all that familiar with that, but. Um, Everybody should look that up. There's some some wild <laughs> YouTube videos of, of yeah, guys yeah. knocking Did, each other out with you, headbutts. You just have, to watch. have you seen the one of uh, this? My homie Cyrus Washington. I, I no, I'd be lying if I was completely caught up on everything there. But I'll, yeah, I'll look his fight up. Yeah, it's it's a it's an episode of Phuket Dreaming, which is like you know Phuket Top Team is my team out there when I'm in Thailand. Uh-huh. Uh, but they had like a little web series, and they did one episode. It's like ten minutes long on Black Dynamite Cyrus Washington. Where he goes, he goes over there and and fucking fights a dude in Burma, and it's just a it's just a crazy thing, and so it's like really uh, informative, you know, about the sport and the culture and why they do things, and so it's just a good watch. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. I yeah, I'm making a note of it now. Where where is that? Was that on YouTube or YouTube? YouTube Phuket Dreaming Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. Cool. Yeah, text me after you watch it. That shit's crazy. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, some of the recent events, you know, we want to shoot, give some of the news from over the weekend. I, uh, mm. as Ed knows, I, I flew to New York for my, uh, my 40th birthday fell on Saturday for the, uh, big two thirty event. So Damn. had to, had to show up at Madison square garden and, uh, I had to, I had to, had to celebrate. I couldn't, couldn't not had to get the poster with my birthday on it. And, Hell yeah, that's you sick, know, man. had to do it, but, um, you know, we're not going to go through the whole card, uh, with the time we got, but, uh, in the co-main event, um, I know Ed and I both had picked uh, Chris Weidman to win. Um, it was a Why, fight, with, man. Yeah, he well, he was winning up until he, he was winning. It was it was kind of what what his fights have become, where he he comes out real strong and then he gets tired. Don't get me wrong. Um, I wrote you know Jack Ray is they're probably two of my top five you know favorite middleweight yeah, of, of all time, all you time. Know? You know, so the the you know and and they're both respectful you know gentlemen in and out of the cage. So yeah. the, you know I, I'm. I'm definitely a big fan of both, but um, you know, Jacare ended up winning that fight with a um, middle third round uh, forehead punch, just a just a <laughs> devastating punch. Uh, yeah. It didn't even you know, and there was a little controversy with uh, referee Mirgliata. Um, I think he was, uh, you know, I was going through some of my photos, and a guy in the MMA community dot com forum pointed out that the post the pictures I posted has you know Big Dan's actually standing behind Jacare when he throws the punch. So I don't know if he was screened out from actually seeing how bad uh, Weidman was hit um, because when it went down to the ground, uh, Weidman was basically on all fours, uh, just kind of ankle picking, but didn't have any idea where he was. And Jacare yeah. had to actually plead to the ref to, uh, to kind of stop the fight. Um, yeah. You know, so it was yeah. a class act from Jacare, but you know, but just, you know. just to, uh, to answer AJ's question, as to why, because uh, on my DraftKings I had Jacare pick, <laughs> but but uh, the thing is the thing is so you know Weidman did a lot to get. I mean, in my area, it matters a lot. He did a lot to get the ban on MMA lifted, 
in the state. So you know, okay. usually the, the, usually when he's on like when he fights in Long Island or if he fights in the Garden, I mean you have to kind of root for you the guy. Put it on him, yeah, yeah, you know, because he was kind of like an ambassador for the sport to get it. So not for any, not for any real real reasons that had to do with the fight, but really just because. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you got like the way they root for the Giants and Yankees and all that stuff. So I get it. You gotta no. stay loyal to the game, dude. Yeah, cool. yeah. There was pro- for me. It was when my my niece was born at at one pound and was in the hospital for a year, and he retweeted out a a, a tweet. I had a f- picture of her while watching one of oh, his man. fights, and and he and then he he walked away at the UFC Expo. He left the stage to walk over to shake my hand when I was holding no up. I printed out an eight by ten, and he signed it to her. So it's yeah. that, you know she's a she's a healthy four year old now, but it it Bad sits ass. next it sits next sits in her room. So yeah. she's got you know she's got Chris Weidman and Chuck Liddell autographs. And, yeah, you know, and, and so cool, man. So it's it's stuff like that, you know. I I yeah. obviously you know like I said I'm a huge Jock Ray fan, and but that's a fight I've been wanting for a while. Um, you know, it's a sick fight. That's such a sick fight. You know, yeah. and, it, and it lived up to the hype, although Jock Ray won by knockout. A lot of people are saying that's, you know, one of the top five fights of the year so far. And, you know, it was it was a back and forth battle. And then, um, you know, and then it went into the main event that night. And I think everybody knew kind of what was going to happen when we had uh, Daniel Cormier and, and Derek Lewis. Uh, you know, Cormier fought yeah, the smart fight. What do you think fight. about that, man? Like, hey, Derek, you've won so many fights. Do you think you want a title shot? No. I need to go to the gym. There's no way I can fight for a title. And then yeah. the next day, he's on the poster to fight for a title. <laughs> like, what do you think we think? Like, we think he's going to fucking believe that he can win? After yeah. he just said that he doesn't believe that he can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that, that was stupid, man. I agree with you 100%. That was just the last minute. I mean, the fight went down exactly the way people saw it was going to go down. I mean, you, 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 put a, uh, you put a guy in that said not only did, was he not ready, you know, but that he didn't want it yet either. Yeah. So it's just like I mean, I, I, we had Popeye's chicken at the media thing Friday night, and I mean, I mean it was all fun and, and games or yeah, whatever. He had fun, but it's like you know, I don't know. I, I almost felt bad for him. Yeah. If 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 the if the if if the fighting if the fighting's not important, then then what the fuck, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, I, I I get that perspective. I also see that. You know, I don't know. I in, in the real world, to me, I de- you know, there's no version of Derek Lewis that ever beats Daniel Cormier. And if I don't, you know, not being a fighter, but if you know, if you were gonna fight, if you were gonna fight Musashi, would you rather fight him when he's only got three weeks to train for you, or would you rather have a six month training camp for him? Whatever. I mean, that's that's kind of <laughs> the way I look at you're it. Asking the fighter. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know, but that's but it's a it's a fair question. I mean, he I wants to fight well, now. With I, his you know what? I would want I would want him to know that it's me for as long as he could. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. That I mean, that's that's I I just the for other me, ways the other yeah. ways that's kind of you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I just I didn't. For me, Lewis's only chance was a was a one punch, lucky punch, and, and he threw I, things, man. Yeah. All that shit would have hurt, dude. Could you imagine getting kicked in the forearm by that guy? Yeah. Shit? Yeah, no. he did that Ooh. jumping, uh, that jumping head kick he did yeah. in the first round. He's all crazy. Yeah, yeah. but you know, but like, it, it's also he the thing that too. And, he, and then just quit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he, it's also like you said, AJ. I mean, you know, obviously he said he didn't want it, but I mean, if if you're if you're fighting, like you said, you you, you want to jump in a welterweight tournament right now with your bad knee. You know what I mean? Like if the opportunity presents itself, you can't say no. You know, it's right. it, it's it's what you guys do. Yeah. So. So yeah, I, don't, that, I don't blame him for for taking it. Not no, I mean, it's yeah, not it's know. not it's not on him at all. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying anything about him. Yeah. What he said was honest, and then 
and then he got pushed into something. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know you're not. Dog. Yeah. I, I yeah I uh, yeah I, it's it's tough. I mean, he probably got the biggest payday he's ever going to get. He got to headline an event at Madison Square Garden. Obviously, as a as a fighter, you want to win every fight. But you know, if if that fight takes care of his, you know, some are easier to lose. You know? Yeah, yeah. There, I guess that's the best way to say it. If you know he's got that extra zero or two zeros on his paycheck, um, you know, it'll be easier to sleep and at then, night. And, and yeah. he fought. And he fought one of the greatest <laughs> fighters of all time. Yeah, and he fought the baddest dude. And then it's like you know. For, you know, I don't know. What, he showed DC, up. DC was tra- DC was like trying to make it seem like you know what I mean. He's like, yeah, well, you know, he's the baddest. He's the blah blah blah. Like, oh. I don't know, man. It, it it was it was it just to me it wasn't the right fight. But that's that's how heavyweight fighting is. It's how it's always been boxing. You know what I mean? Guys just yeah. beat smoking dudes that really shouldn't be there yet or not yeah. yet. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. fight sports. But that's you know. And then again, I just have an opinion. You. Whatever, don't matter. Yeah, well, you know the UFC dropped the ball on that whole event. I mean, this shouldn't have obviously shouldn't have been the main event, but but obviously props to both of the guys for, yeah. for stepping in and, and giving guys Company like guys. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, guys, you know, and, and you know, there's always the fan side. You know, as, as somebody who goes to a ton of events, you know, I always, I always, there's always a spot in my heart, I guess, I want to say for guys that are willing to fight and take yeah. the last minute opponent, and sure. you know, people are paying to show up, and obviously, you guys got your health and and everything to worry about. So you don't owe us anything, but when, when somebody takes a last minute fight or, or signs their name on the dotted line to, to do it um, in a, in a, in a quicker fashion, you know, that as a fan, you know, that's that, you know, I'll be a fan of both of those guys forever, no matter what happens, just because, yeah. you know, they didn't leave me with Sajari Eubanks and, and Roxanne Martafari as a main event. You know what I mean? They, you never know. And that's not a knock on either one of them either, but it, it usually yeah, it is, dude. But, you know, it was true, Doug. No, they're both good fighters. I, I'm a fan of Roxy, and, and Sajara's good too, but she's just got her weight issues. She's got to figure out where she's going to be. And Oh, that's and, the uh, one that oh, – okay. You know, she was the one who was she, – she missed weight on the tough in the, in the Ultimate Fighter finale, so she missed out on her title shot. And then they talked about her fighting Valentina Shevchenko in this one in the main event, and it kind of went about a day before social media – said if you give us that main event you're going to have 13 people in in the crowd. Yeah. So they they pulled it and then she got on social media and basically told all the fans to to shove it. She's going to make weight and show that she should be world champion and then she shows up again and misses weight. So um it is just but that's you yeah, know I've been I've been I've been close to missing weight before. I've had to I've had to recut like four times in my you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But I just but you wouldn't go. You wouldn't miss weight twice, miss a championship fight, and then show up on social media and tell everybody they're out of their goddamn minds for thinking you're going to miss weight, and then show up and miss weight again. That's know? the thing, man. I like for, with with things like that. I like I try to bite my tongue because maybe one day, like I like maybe this what they were going through has never happened to me. But at the same time, man, it sucks. It sucks when 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 you you know the contract's not withheld by you know what i mean like come on guys let's just do it all right let's just get let's just make everything right fucking go in there be fair you know what i'm saying yeah would you adjust the weight classes at all or do you think it's fine as it is i think it's fine dude that's some fucking i think that's just that's just people that want easier fights like i kind of you know i just think it's lame dude I kind of fall into. I mean, I'd rather just you know, I, I in a perfect world there'd be no weight classes and everybody would just agree to fight who they want to fight. You know, that's that's you know, and as long yeah. as you, sh- you show up within fifteen pounds of each other, then you know, 
then let's let's do it. But uh, that you know it. There's there's ga- the 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 gap. You know, I'm one of the guys, man. I'm one of the guys that should have an opinion about weight classes because I'm in the middle. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm, well, I'm, I can get back and be a big welterweight. I can be a small middleweight. So I should be complaining. You know what I mean? But I'm not yeah. because that's the way that it, it is. That's the way that the sport is and the rules are and the fucking organizations are. So I don't get it. I just don't understand it really. Well, if they make a 175, you're just going to be fighting a bunch of the big 185ers anyway who decide to cut extra 10 pounds or try to. Fight, I, if, it, if it was 75, I'd be fighting all the same people I'm fighting right now. Yeah. You just, I'd, yeah. but, but, I'd have, but then I'd fight them twice. I'd fight them at 70, 75, <laughs> 82, 85. You know what I mean? I'd, and that, that's how boxing is. And then you just lo- you lose track. There's like 15-time world champions that you don't even fucking know who they are. Yeah. yeah. They're in a stupid weight class. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do, man. That, that, that's one thing about boxing that's like uh, – it, it's one of the, even my father, who, who still tries to watch boxing, we, uh, after his surgery, we, we watched uh, – I forgot what PBC event it was where the guy walked out at the beginning of right, right, the right. first belt. But he watched it, and he, and, and he looked at me, and he was just like – He's like, I don't know, because he used to box, too. And he was just like, I don't know what happened to this sport, you know, because uh, it's like there's more weight classes than you know about. And um, speaking of which, you were talking about uh, the heavyweights and uh, the matchmaking. Um, I'm only asking you because it's 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 co- popular conversation around here. Mm-hmm. Who do you who do you uh, who do you got between uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury? Fury. Yeah, me, too. Me too. I, I think I, guy, I, I think he's just a better like technical boxer. He's got better footwork than uh, Wilder. Just kind of throws haymakers. Yeah, you know the only it's like Wilder. He just hits people in the back of the head with that crazy club. Yeah, you know. So if 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 Fury's trying to be cheeky and box, you can still get you know what I mean. But I think that he's I think he's good. I think he can do a lot of things: move his head, move his feet, punch. I think that guy's tight. Speaking of picking fights, this Saturday is the 25th anniversary event for the UFC, uh, going back to, to November of, of 1993, um, and, and they're having it in Denver, um, a fight night free on Fox Sports 1, um, I think starting about, well, the prelims start at 5, and then the, mm-hmm. the main card comes on at 7. Um, not going to do the whole card, but the top two fights are pretty damn interesting. Um, Cowboy Cerrone, Donald Cerrone versus Mike Perry. Mm-hmm. Um Two former training partners seems to be a little bit of bad blood between the two of them. I don't know if it's hype or or actual, but um, how do you see that fight going? Who, who who's who's your guy in that fight? I would like to see Cowboy win, but I just think that he's a fifty fiver. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I really haven't I really haven't watched Mike Perry fight. Um, I, I saw a little bit of the like Ponza Bibio or whatever that dude's name is. Uh-huh. And the Perry, like he fought Perry, right? I believe so. Yes. And that, and that was like uh, more competitive than I thought it was going to be. So I really think that if if Cowboy can use some of his longer tools, that that it's it's tough fight. But if Mike Perry gets to move his feet in and throw something heavy, we've all, we've all, you know what I mean? Not you can't can't really take that punch. Not a lot of guys can. No, Perry throws bombs. If you know, I guess if I was trying to write up a game plan for Cerrone, I would say Perry's weakness is obviously the ground, mm-hmm. um, and, Cer- and Cerrone's got some really good, you know, jiu-jitsu and and, and uh, submission wrestling. So I I wouldn't mind seeing him try that. I mean, I don't yeah, think I bet he, he finishes into the body, man. 
you you think that Cerrone will finish him to the body or, or yeah, Cerrone he's gonna like he's gonna yeah. like toe kick him in the body or something, man. It'd be, yeah. That's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> uh, how about you, Ed? What do you how do you see? I mean, uh, AJ brings up a good point. I mean, uh, obviously, I I think Perry has if he lands something heavy on Cerrone, he can drop him because he. He got dropped by, and um, I'm trying to think who else he lost to uh, by TKO or knockout. But, but AJ brings up a good point. I mean, like, uh, and Boss says it all the time too. If you, if you guys are Pride fans, you know, guys that have the bigger muscles and more body mass, they need more oxygen. So the longer the fight goes, the, the that power will fade. And and if he does, if Cerrone does use his uh, his his range, like AJ said. I think he could wear him out, and, and a body shot would drop him. So yeah, It's going to be like a step-in yeah. knee on one of them wild right hands, or it's going to be a toe kick to the liver, dog. Tell yeah. Me. yeah. Like that. No, like that's, that. that definitely makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, so early, I think uh, I, I, if, if Perry can't hurt him early, I, I think it's Cerrone's fight to win. Cerrone's fight to win. Yeah. Then the, uh, the main event's a late replacement. Um, so we got late replacement Yair Rodriguez, who's stepping in for uh, one of the East Coast guys, uh, Ed, uh, Frankie Edgar, and mm. he's fighting Korean zombie Chan Sung Jung. Um, I mean, on paper, this is an amazing bout. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like uh, I feel like the Korean zombie is going to use some of his ground game and 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 take out uh, Rodriguez, especially on late notice. Um, I mean, uh, Rodriguez's last fight, if I'm correct, was the Frankie Edgar fight. Yeah. Um, where he got taken down over and over again and, and got beat to a pulp. So um, I know, I know. Uh, nobody else wrestled like Frankie, man. Yeah. No, that's true. But but uh, the Korean Zombies definitely got those twister submissions, and I mean he's got a hell of a ground game. Now he might sure. they might they might stand and bang, but uh, if they stand and bang, then uh, you know Yair's got those kicks, and I mean they, this could turn out to be a, an amazing, you know. <laughs> UFC call, one style. I call it Yair via rangy weapons. There you go. <laughs> like one of those cartwheel upside down kicks or whatever the hell he does. He might, he might even just he might even just jab, jab, yeah. kick, jab, spin, jab. You know what I mean? Yeah. Zomb- zombies got got work to do. I, I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. I mean, I I almost like this fight more than the original one. I'm obviously a big Frankie Edgar fan, but uh, yeah, you want Frankie in there, man? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's this. I think this is a better fight. For, uh, you know, I don't know. Nah, I, I mean, I I honestly wanted the Frank, the, the Frankie, Frankie and the Zombie. Yeah. This this is this short notice Yair is a better fight uh, than yeah. Frankie and the Zombie. I yeah. think it's a more exciting fight. You corny oh, man. Yeah. Me and me and me, me, me and AJ are against I'll you on this one. <laughs> no. we'll yeah, see. When's Frankie been in a boring fight? Yeah, dude, come on, come on. Or man. the zombie. What are you still jet lagged? What's what's wrong with you? Know, you must see. You <laughs> just flown back. You little wine country. He's had some drinks, man. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, it, no, no, no. All I, three I, of them. All three of them dudes just are crazy yeah. and fucking exciting. I, you know what I mean? I, yeah, no. I mean, this is a, a three way. there you go. We can have a triple threat. But I'll be I'll be ready to reach out when fight of the year is is. You know, comes after this weekend, and uh, yeah. you know we'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, no, actually, my phone broke. If that happened, then <laughs> <laughs> no, I you know, like I said, I, I think it's a good replacement. Let's just put it oh, that way. Sure. I think it's I sick. think on, on on a last minute replacement, I don't think there's anything better you, you could have got. Do any better than that? You know, yeah. um, if both fighters stand, I think we're in for a you know an old school 
you know, slobber knocker as, as Jim Ross would say, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, man, AJ, thank you. I know I got a hold of you late today, so it's been late notice, but I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, that's tight, um, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, do you uh, you want to throw in any social media or any sponsors or or anything? Uh, I'm I'm at AJ underscore MMA man. It's always been uh, MRM Nutrition versus Climber Team Alliance, the Garage, you guys, Alliance Philippines, Barangay T by Shit. Boardwalk Law, Aussie's Plumbing. Those are my people. Thanks very much, guys. I had a blast, for real. Let's talk whenever you want. Yeah, yes, man. When you, when, you, when you get your fight signed, let us know. We'd love to have you on to, to announce it or at least come on and and, uh, and talk to you before you, you get too tight into camp there. Uh, and if it's local, I'll, I'll be happy to see you around uh, around the events here, whether it's at Pachanga or Long yeah. Beach or Hell yeah. San, Tell- San Jose or wherever you end up. Hell yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and if you, you come know. out. If you fight out east, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'll probably be covering it, so you can always. Reach I've out. been I've been meaning to fight at the Mohegan, man. <laughs> I got some northeast homies. Oh, word, yeah, yeah. Mohegan's of Suns. That's a that's a great it's a great venue too. Hell yeah! And CJ and, and Danny and all them they do that they do their diligence, man. They, they, yeah, those guys they'd be all right, huh? Cool. All right, well, uh, everybody can follow us at Combat Hour on Twitter. Uh, myself at MMA Hawk Twenty One on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Ed at Carbazal on Twitter and at Carbeerzal on Instagram. Um, thanks again, AJ. Appreciate having you on, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, Ed. Cool. Peace Good. out.